If America was suddenly hit by a plague or biological attack, could we depend on public agencies to come to our rescue? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey has some facts you need to know. Thanks again, Chris. How prepared are our nation's public health agencies to respond to a major outbreak? Well, probably not as prepared as we might wish, according to the RAND Corporation, a nonprofit research organization that conducts research on important and complicated problems. David Dowsey is a RAND researcher and lead author of the report. First, just tell us kind of the broad explanation of what you did find. Well, we found that there's a substantial amount of variation in the ability of health departments to respond to case reports with regards to potential infectious disease outbreaks. So let's explain that in layman's terms. That means a medical doctor would call a county health agency, as an example, to report some symptoms that he found suspicious? Is that what you mean? That's right. They would call, and basically the health department's role at that point would be to make sure that they have some type of contact with the doctor and then provide some type of advice on how to proceed. Whose responsibility would it be to diagnose botulism, for example? Wouldn't it be the doctor's role in the hospital, or does he rely on the public health organization? It is the doctor's role in the hospital. However, the public health agencies that are involved in this are basically responsible for helping medical doctors in terms of both what we would expect for identifying outbreaks. Just explain what you did in this study. You called health agencies posing as doctors? We did. We called health agencies around the clock at various times. We called each health agency uh, anywhere from six to ten times over the course of four months. The health agencies did not know we were placing the calls. The only person that knew the health agency was the health director, and we timed how long it took the health agency to get back to us after we called and left a message with them. And we also recorded the response in terms of the advice that they provided to us after we did get a hold of them. You also had some interesting responses from some of the doctors that you called in this survey, right? We did. I should place a caveat on the responses. Health departments receive these calls all the time. It's a very regular thing, and so part of it is that many folks at health departments don't want to be alarmist, and also their index of suspicion is fairly low because they see these things all the time. But we did have a few examples that we put in the paper of some responses that were somewhat concerning including a case of botulism where the person at the health department told the caller, you're right, it sounds like botulism, I wouldn't worry much if I were you. A case of bubonic plague where the uh, person at the health department told the caller to go back to bed and not to worry because similar cases weren't reported. Let's say there actually was some outbreak, whether it's bioterrorism or not. If everything went as it should, how is the system supposed to work? If a doctor noticed a number of concerning symptoms from different patients that came in that were all consistent, they would call the health department. And potentially, you would have a variety of hospitals and healthcare workers all calling the same source. And so the local health department serves as the point to collect all of that information and identify problems. If it was related to bioterrorism, they would contact the Centers for Disease Control and the Department of Homeland Security and others. Let's say there was a delay in recognizing the symptoms of a serious outbreak. What would be the practical result of that? It would depend really on the agent or the, you know, the disease we're talking about. But a delay with something like smallpox could actually lead to a fairly large number of additional cases and additional sick people. I think a lot of us think of terrorism as the primary thing, but there are other reasons why this is important, right? There are. Health departments respond to much more than just bioterrorism. They respond to naturally occurring disease outbreaks 
and the best example that most people will recognize is the SARS outbreak that happened two years ago. The things that health departments did to recognize SARS and to identify the outbreaks across the globe were the same things they do in a bioterrorism outbreak. What would be necessary to fix this problem? One thing we can do is we can begin to think about how we can provide health departments with guidance on a number of things. Right now, there is no guidance provided to health departments on how to triage case reports. So they receive this report from a doctor, and the question is, what do you do after you receive that report? And right now, there's no guidance. You should contact the health director. You should do this. You should do that. And there's also no guidance on the types of questions they should be asking medical doctors or other people who call in with these case reports. And so the question is, should there be you know, some type of clear form that's gone through with every single call that comes into the health department of every health department in the country where there's a logical step process that they go through to identify problems. David Dowsey, the RAND researcher and author of this report about the preparedness of our nation's public health agencies, thanks for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. Internet services courtesy of Pair.com. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Till next week, thanks from all of us for tuning in to InfoTrack.